Ah, can you ready out? My name is Corey Cool, and I represent Cool University. Did you miss me? Let me know. This is the rap podcast. You know you need in your life. You know this. Today's show should be nothing short of a great show. Why? Why you may ask? Some catching up to do. Damn right. Talk about you know some of the things we might have missed out on. Some of the big stories. We also have a special on-the-go combo with my great friend, amazing studio engineer and songwriter Teddy Biasi. So, so you know good and damn well. You can't miss that one. Now look, now look, now look. I don't ask for much, but it's been a long time, so I had a refreshing memory. <laughs> Please like the episodes, leave a comment, a five-star rating, whatever you may think is fair. You know what I think is fair. And most importantly, please share these episodes. Please? I gotta beg you? You and I are part of this tribe that needs to continue to grow. If you are listening to this podcast, chances are I got your mathematics. If you don't want me potentially all in your phone, stalking, trying to holler at you, uh, please subscribe for notifications. You can find me on the Grand Mac Cool University, of course. Send your comments, ratings, and all other things regarding today's episode to cooluniversity.com. Now that that's out the way, how are you? I hope today has been good to you like it's been good to me. You look good. It's been a while. Did something new with your hair? Losing some weight? <laughs> so, last time we spoke, right? Uh, a lot has happened. I've been doing um, music journalism for a couple of years now. And every now and then something happens where I just don't have anything to say. I kind of just watch because I don't know all the facts and things of that nature. And since then, it's been a crazy, crazy situation with Kanye West. Who I love. I love his art. Um, I don't know him personally, but I love his art. I love what he has given us. I love the songs. I love the shoes. I just love the shoes. Um, and I'm watching them struggle. Uh, not backing down. Still, to this day, not backing down. But I do want to say this, right? Um, I have sat back and watched so many opinions that I don't think I really have one myself. I don't know what to feel. I laugh at um, how this world works and when they need you, they need you. When they don't, oh, they don't. They, I'm not going (laughs) to, I guess from now on, we got to use they a little loosely, right? But I will say this. I do not like the fact that my Jewish homies and homegirls were offended. If so, I also don't really like a guy get like publicly shamed in front of the whole entire world and like, defunded basically you know for things that were said you know we've lost a lot of art respectable black art that we now have to feel funny about because of things that these artists have done not said so hopefully you know it could all work itself out um to all them you know the journalists out there that just ran to grab headlines i mean i understand the job i know how it goes 
But here at Cool University, I try to shut the fuck up every now and then <laughs> and just watch what's going on. Now, uh, that's all I have to say about that. Um, going forward, uh, uh, coming off of a holiday weekend, a nice Halloween weekend, uh, my wife actually uh, she got me to dress up this, this year. I don't know, man. As a black guy, I just kind of find it hard to dress up, you know? somebody else i don't know why <laughs> i don't know why but as a black dude i just feel like nah, i don't know i just don't want to dress up as anybody else I, I you know but we went with a theme like an 80s kind of vibe-ish and my daughter and my wife dressed alike and then me and my son we kind of dressed alike and i got a lot of love on the pictures so i get it but next year i will try to hit the professional spin because i don't like it all right. <laughs> Hopefully your holiday weekend was righteous. Hopefully you got a chance to dress up cool. Uh, shout out to my brother E. He celebrated a birthday as well. So we went out and we overdrank. Uh, shout out my guy Hollywood. We started at the bar. Me and my brother ended up at Holly's crib. And I don't remember the rest. All right. So let's just get to it, man. Without further ado, let's get to our freestyle of the day. As we proceed. I tell them watch close, nigga, jot notes. If you use my approach, you can dock boats. Yeah, you can get exposed to all that. Girl, you know I'm hard to get a hold of contact. Probably overseas with business owners and all that. Flights to Minnesota with dinner over a contract. See, lame niggas going through lame shit. How you flexing when your crew ain't shit? Nigga, you ain't shit. Probably trick on something you ain't hit. Tried to do me, but the shoe ain't fit. And your juice ain't lit. So tell them niggas I said break bread off. You know, spray let off. Take heads off. Break law, pay fez off. You ain't never meet poppy. Got the king is fed off, but your face set off. I keep niggas on rooftops to watch you. I move by smooth, even keep the new spots supplied. Yes, I slide through back of the Maybach. Badu, something five two with a fly do. How you? I don't know you yet, but I'm trying to. I leave your mind blue. If you don't mind trying to climb through, new photos of time. Yeah, I think it's time to never slip up. One of the homies get picked up, sell all the whips and switch the cribs up. Get my dicks up by mermaids, black shades, mermaids. The whole last when I went through a fur phase. Shit, you know yeah. what it is. Effortless, bad boy shit, and we won't stop. That is. Correct. Do you hear those bars? Do you hear those bars? Shout out to Diddy reinventing himself once again. You nobody does it better. Who do you think wrote that? <laughs> Please have let's have this conversation. I want you to listen to that again. Tell me who you think wrote those bars. I have my thoughts. I don't want to say them yet because I don't want to cloud your vision. But please. See me in the street. See me on the ground. Tell me who you think wrote that record right there. That freestyle of the day was brought to you by So What's This Scenario? The hip-hop based debate game for four to eight players. Just the right amount of randomness, personal opinion, trash talk strategy, and music discovery. Great for any game night. And right now, if you use my code COOL, you will receive free shipping. Speaking of Diddy, news, news, news. Been under fire, man, for his business practices for a long time. We know that, right? Uh, word on the street, apparently, the locks 
have been in negotiation with Diddy to re-secure their publishing rights. Yeah, I know, you know, it's been a long road between these two parties when it comes to this publishing. I don't know if you remember back in the early 2Gs, uh, the locks had a let the locks go campaign. Um, trying to urge Diddy to let them go from the label where they can then go back home and join Rough Riders, who was already, you know, part of their management team. Uh, and it was a really big thing. But Jada explained to uh, Joe Buttons that uh, they are attempting to acquire him really only to sell it again. You know, that's been the thing to do as of lately. I don't know if you remember, but Future himself just did a massive um, high eight-figure deal for you know a few hundred songs as well as even chuck d yeah chuck d a public enemy sold his stake back in september um and he sold i think the rights to about 300 records uh, you know jade is also getting ready to finish up his def jam obligation such a long road so many um great projects between jada and def jam um, you know, out of the three members of the group, you know, Jada spent all of his time on a major label while Sheik and, you know, Styles kind of really ran the more independent races. You know, um, Sheik was very instrumental with the Koch stuff and the, you know, the launching of Koch back back then. And Styles has always found his way to secure independent um, bags. So, yeah, Jada says that he plans to basically sign to himself after that do more of an independent deal so i hope that the locks and diddy could kind of come to some kind of agreement because you know it's bad it's bad because you know diddy gets a bad rap for apparently holding things hostage but you know we all have to take into consideration that if you want to acquire um, a large amount of wealth in this business um publishing is how you do it um shout out to what's the lady's name at reservoir media um no uh, i always screw up her name beautiful lady but she is like into publishing um and, and buying uh the companies into buying catalogs so you know it's such a large amount of the business you know it's not about the royalties it's not about you know um radio spins for a lot of these super high executives it's about the publishing it's about the writer's stake um of these songs so you know diddy's always kind of under fire for holding those but that is how he receives his money you know these artists have received advances and usually have sold their publishing so and then when they want it back it's kind of like they expect the diddy's the you know um the ivines the um la reads and things of that nature to just give it back <laughs> but that's not how it works so it's good that they are coming to this particular space i really hope they can find some um settling here as i know the locks can definitely receive a lot of money for that publishing now jim jones just dropped yeah yeah i'm doing something a little different this episode because i just i just want to share with you what i've been rocking you know i love this guy you know i listen the diplomat i'm honorary you know what i'm saying i got my t-shirt 
I'm still waiting on my bird. You know, killer, I understand. You got a lot going on. Fleet Farms, things of that nature, Jim. I'm sure you, you know, you're working on artists and stuff. Joel's out here hustling bud like it's the 90s. But I know my bud, is, my, my bird's going to come. All right, please. Let me get mine. I need the double chains. I need the, you know how you had the cable that goes from one wing to the other? I need that. But you know, he could do no wrong in my book. Jim has been one of the most consistent in the world as of lately. Um, it's got something brand new, man. It's with Hitmaker. It's called Gunshot, and it should be played at loud volume only. CUNY Radio. Soon as we step out, them check out, find out them debut. Gunshot. Soon as we step out, them check out, find out them debut. Gunshot. Boy, I might lick a shot on him. Run up in the deal, I might get the drop on him. Get once we get the drop on him. Catch him in the whip, you know he got the on him. I be jumping out the roof like that birdie. Catch me sitting in the coupe with that big. I just got the car washed, but that dirty. We ain't scared, all my sturdy. Little I got 200 on my neck now. And they can trip, or we can trip and take a jet down. Got body and wild bodies with big watches. Got young, them dumb. Got big Soon as we step out, them check out, find out them debut. Gunshot. Soon as we step out, them check out, find out them debut. Gunshot. Everybody got a crap. You gon' shoot it. Cops pull a chase, then you know we gonna lose it. Shit, we undisputed, but we do it like champions. I'm talking heavyweight, we used to do it in the Hampton Inn. I'm finna do it big, where Diddy at? Throw some ice in the sky, bring Biggie back. I'm all aces in the club like Pity Pack. And yeah, we pushing P, we make the bitty brass. Coppin' on my jewels, that a Maza. Rockin' on my jewels in the Gaza. You know I'm good with all the s in the shot of them. So tell them be cool before I throw some out of them. Soon as we step out, them check out, find out them debut. Soon as we step out, Jim Jones, gunshot, hit Mako on the record. That's so anthem like it's ridiculous. I'm telling you, Jim has not missed when it's come to the anthem vibes from the slide record with Mano, Fabio Foreign. Um, this is another one that's just hitting right now. Jim could always give you a great single. And I really want to see more from these two. Because they have a, a ton of potential here. A ton of potential here between Hitmaker and... Um, you know, Hitmaker 2 is like... This is the most sampling this. <laughs> Hitmaker is, will sample your shit. He's taking everything right now. All of those mid... 90s 2000s vibes hitmaker is snatching them i also know jim is set to be working on a spanish album but i really think more should be invested here i shout out jim jones um he got me that radio edit so i'm happy about that thank you sir quick news 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 now while hip-hop and r&b remains at the moment uh the industry's best performing genre it's growth is slowing and executives are concerned um, that excitement is kind of stagnated. 
In 2018, the Nielsen Scan's year-end music industry report confirmed that R&B and hip-hop was the most popular genre in America, uh, stating nine of the ten songs consumed in the United States were hip-hop and R&B. Can you believe that? Did you hear that? Nine out of ten songs back in 2018 uh, consumed were hip-hop and R&B songs. Streaming also became... You know the dominant way to consume music and they said that eight out of ten of the most streamed artists were rappers i'm sure that had every other genre in a friggin frenzy the report focused on like 2017 between periods uh, um between the period of like 2015 to 18 and how it was like a crescendo of the genre looking at the hip-hop landscape today you might kind of get some different feelings about that now look rap is still enormously popular but its growth is slowing they have a mid-year report that revealed that r&b and hip-hop still has the largest um overall market share of any genre in the united states um, holding about a little over 27 percent but that's a decline from last year's uh i think they just cracked 28 percent, maybe 28.4.5 percent um now, even though it, it it's widened its lead it, in the terms of, um, you know, album equivalent units, uh, but the genre's total on-demand streaming growth is now up 6.2% in 2022, but that's lower than the, you know, rate of the market overall, which is up 11. So here we go. The rest of the music uh, business is up 11%. Uh, a little over 11 percent but hip-hop is only up six now call cherry if you guys don't know who that is he's spotify's creative director and, and head of urban um he says that he's kind of alarmed about rap uh since last year 2015 16 17 and 18 those years felt magical he says he states that my concern is that the magic is gone now i'm going to be a uh as real as i can i'm gonna be a i'm gonna be a lifelong student of this hip-hop business um and i could i could almost agree you know now what i'm hoping is is that i'm just not getting old and losing my love for the sport um maybe not being able to adapt maybe that's my mentality because i do kind of feel the same as as cherry that maybe i'm getting older or, or i'm not ad adapting to you know what's happening going forward and maybe some of the excitement is lost but now you also have to consider um a person like myself i was 10 years old when things like the Lost Boys dropped Lex Coop's Beamers in the Bends, and I was about 11, you know, when Tupac and Biggie were lost. So, you know, I equate hip-hop, you know, to being on the biggest level. And right now, what we're doing is we're seeing we're more familiar with the artists than the music, right? It's kind of like how every other day you're hearing some kind of, you know, some other rapper has passed and things of that nature. But social media knows them like the music you know the the masses haven't um haven't come around to them yet so i guess you know the the dynamics are kind of changing 
Now, and it also could be that friggin' 10 albums drop every Friday morning. And it's like, if it wasn't my job to do this, I don't think I could listen to it all, you know, with life and things of that nature. All in all, though, they say that the biggest factor, of course, was the COVID-19 pandemic, you know, which put a pause on the whole entire industry and hindered kind of like the momentum of a lot of careers. But there's also the rise of TikTok, which has a, you know, huge effect on the market, turning songs into like viral things overnight and creating all sorts of breakout hits, but fewer lasting careers. And I believe, you know, it's not many total package artists out here, you know? So I want to say this, man, we got to, you know, do our best to keep hip hop where it belongs. And also, you know, as artists, you know, you got to think about that. Uh, this is the biggest thing in the world. Hip hop has taken over the world. Um, and, you know, they already tried to merge it. They already merged it from the beginning, making, you know, R&B, which would used to be a Luther Vandross what used to be um, these soul, you know, or more soulful acts, um, they put that together with rap. And because they know that those are two genres that can literally control everything as far as musically. So let's keep our, our eyes on this. More to come, man, as these things develop. Kodak Black just dropped. Second album of 2022. This guy's working hard. Um, Black Super Gremlin, the lead single off his uh, last project, Back for Everything. Went four times platinum the other day. That's right, big numbers. The album, uh, this new album was delayed. It's called Cutthroat Bill. Volume one, that is, uh, was delayed because of some label business. Um, apparently, he will not re-sign with Atlantic. Uh, once he fulfills his contract, he will join Capitol Records Instead, now I think that NBA Youngboy deal got everybody twisted right now. <laughs> I want that too. But this album has made some noise and we got to take a peek at it, man. Let's get to the song that I want to rock. Slay Like Santa. Kodak Black. It should be played out loud by him only. Can you ready? Let that paper and stay out of the way. How many rats I can feel in the safe? I'm a step, but they know I don't play. They respect me like Santa. They know I'm a slave. Rapping down on his tire and the drape. Fresh out the slam with two kids on the way. I got medals, I nut on her face. I won't hide from nothing, ain't hide from nothing. Ain't no secret, I'm big, what they? Long little honey car, so the brick on the A. On the block outside, we cut the roll up an arch, straight fire the gun. I just need me a reason to snap. So honey cone died, I put bees in the trap. Yeah. I got nine bodies, I'm a bit washed up, ain't nobody better. My daddy named David, not Bella. By money, I'm changing my skills. She ride my dick on the chair, and I'm hitting her belt. Pounder, beat her back in my own little jungle. I just flew a little swoop from Atlanta. Yeah, I rap, but I'm real a scammer. Set up trap, got it booming in temple. I'm trying to show I like her, so I keep sending her roses. Amber. I drop an ounce of that white remix to clean eyes, dirty diameter. I'm a shooter with Glock like a camera. My name Kodak, you know, like the camera. Too much pressure, that's all I'ma say. Everybody know if they play, they gon' lay. Killing some haters again. Still made some paper in the pen. Damn, he caught an innocent shell. Yeah, I hold that little kindness of sin. I'm an all around step with my friend. 
Gucci now, Cartier in. Damn, I just hit a couple of bit. Damn, I let the lane nigga win. Niggas can't stand the rain. You niggas don't stand a chance. Chevrolet can the pain. I spent the band in the bench. I'm a merc, I'm been lurking for weeks. I step in whatever D on my feet. Ain't no nerd, but I love the geek. I don't lie, but I still I kill, I cheat. That that paper and stay out of the way. How many rats I can fit in the safe? I'm a step, but they know I don't play. They respect me like Santa, they know I'm a slave. Rapping down on his Tyrant and Drake. Fresh out the slam with two kids on the way. I got medals, I nut on her face. I don't hide from nothing, ain't hide from that. Kodak Black. Slay like Santa, goddammit. It's CUNY Radio. Um, you know, I'm not gonna lie. This project was a real strangely entertaining listen for me. Cause Kodak is literally getting better just as a rapper alone. And I'm starting to like love his um his persona a little bit. You know, I love the stage persona. Get him black. Black him black. Black him black. Get him black. <laughs> but I'm saying less slurring. Uh the subject matter is becoming a little bit more mature and you know, this is something that we need to hear um, as he has a monster following that I'm sure appreciates, you know, um, this. The beats were real true to brand, not much experimenting, but I felt the project added um, to the aura of Kodak, right? Going forward, I can tell that, um, you know, the label probably... Um, is not going to invest so much steam behind it for obvious reasons. So it's going to be up to Kodak fans to make sure that, you know, it gets the charting support uh, or that it's chart worthy. You know, um, I can, you know, Atlantic, you know, Sylvia, what's going on over there, Sylvia? People jumping, jumping ship. <laughs> um, but I can tell that that's obviously sort of a, con uh, a conflict because it's kind of like we pump him up you know, to just go somewhere else uh, and make big moves. But I tell you this, I can say I did enjoy it and I might rock with it a little bit. I might rock with this a little bit. Let me know what you think of this Kodak Black Cutthroat Bill Volume 1. Before we move on, I need something from yo ass. I need your email address. Started my newsletter set for Wednesdays. Uh, whenever I have something good to say. Get my writing on, yo. That's right. Special articles, spotlight artists, playlists, even show updates. So please, if you can, hit me up, cooluniversity at gmail.com. Please leave me your email address and, you know, who you are and things of that nature so I can keep you in the loop. All right. News, news, news. YSL affiliate Jaden uh, Myrick, I believe you spell it. How you say it? has become the first person to be convicted following the sweeping Rico indictment that landed young thug and gunner behind bars. Myrick was found guilty of robbery and murder in connection to a July uh, 2018 case. Prosecutors argued that he and his co-defendant Taurus Fleetwood approached four people outside of a wedding venue. In Atlanta neighborhood, um, as they waited for a ride, uh, Jaden Myrick is said to have led the charge, 
demanding that the group's belongings, all right, they wanted, you know, walking away with some cell phones, uh, wallets, other valuables. One of the victims, Christian Broider, followed these guys after the robbery in hopes of kind of getting um, Myrick to just return his driver's license. Um, that's when authorities say uh, Myrick actually shot Broider. Um, at which point Fleetwood drove the duo away. Christian uh, suffered a gunshot wound to the stomach and died a week later. Known by the alias J-Man and Set Trip. That says a lot. Nickname is that. Uh, Myrick was already in prison on the charges connected to this incident when he was named as one of the 28 defendants in the YSL indictment just this past May. During the trial, he testified that he was first recruited into a gang at the age of nine. He was 17 at the time of his original arrest. Um, but he was found guilty of 16 counts, including violation of street gang terrorism and prevention, malice murder, felony murder, armed robbery, criminal attempt to commit armed robbery, aggravated battery, uh, aggravated assault, possession of a firearm during the commission of a felony and possession of a firearm by uh, a first offender. <sighs> now, at this moment, Myrick has been sentenced to life without parole. The sentence also includes three consecutive life sentences to follow the first. Uh Followed by another five consecutive uh, years. That sucks, man. Young man. Oh, shit. Tossed away. Now, as for Gunn and Thug, you know, they remain behind bars since uh, the May that passed. And despite multiple attempts by their legal team to have the rappers released on bond, um, Willis actually filed a 10-page motion asking for a two-month delay in the trial. Uh, the DA made the request due to more than a quarter of those uh, indicted not yet having legal representation. So we know Thug and Gunner, we know they're straight, but they're, out of the rest of the 28, there are a lot who probably can't necessarily afford legal. And if Thug and Gunner were to, I'm pretty sure their assets are a little tied so um, I'm surprised they're not trying to just separate everybody and, and um, well, I guess that's where it doesn't work. It only works if they can try them all together, right? As a Rico, I believe. I guess once you start pulling them apart, you know, Doug and Gunner are not um, themselves personally implicated for anything. They're just known as being, you know, high ranking members. So um, yeah, the DA is... is trying to stall to where the rest of the fellas can grab legal representation. Now, the trial is due to begin January. That's right. This January, actually the 9th. And both Gunner and Thug's counsels have, uh, of course, they're not any connection to the prior situation. Good luck to those brothers, man. It's a shame. Millions of dollars probably missed and millions of dollars probably spent. All right. Good luck to you guys, man. Where we at, man? Oh, oh, oh. What side gun just dropped? 
Oh, the boys, the boys. Griselda. The final installment of his long-running Hitler Wears Her Mez mixtape is here. Now, of course, the series name has been dropped from the new album's title, of course, due to probably the recent controversy of a, another high-profile rapper, a wink, wink. Um, but gun quotes, man, it's only right that we end here. All special things get a memorial release. Now, when we get back, we're going to speak and take a peek at a great convo I have with my buddy, master engineer, great song writer. He's even got some skills on a microphone. Pause. Love this guy. And he's going to share some of the top things that someone needs to look for when researching a good studio to record in. But in the meantime, let's get to this. West Side Gun from his new project 10. It features Dope Easy. It's called Fly God Jr. Q Radio. Um, um, a decade strong. You know, when I first started DJing, all I wanted to do was get my name on the fly. Now I'm flying than ever. So who better to introduce the Fly God than me? Cultural art at its finest. Welcome. Welcome to Hitler Wears Hermes 10. Hermes 10. Hermes 10. Oh yeah, oh yeah. DJ Jumbo. Where you was at when I was selling those eights? Tesla two seated, just me and the Drake. Fiend said he coming right back. I said great. Duffel bag at the wall door, ready made. More jealousy through sleep, see the gauge. Bought a new dick, cost the hundred, plain Jane. Don't you stole ten, but I just swear fifty. Central Park, I don't leave Roy in the Bentley. Rest in peace, dip. You was in my left titty. Rest in peace, munch on the king of my city. Post got bodies on bodies. All my jewels on, I make a nigga wanna ride me. Think shit sweet, I have you niggas on the diet. Shoot a 16, 3 and 0 with the fire. Nigga said he got the shit for me, he a liar. Your bitch fucker with me overseas, she a gangsta Brazil. Got most of cocaine. Kicks two thousand shits, don't got no name. Fiends at the house, it look like Soul Train. Cherry Moe's ain't I got road rage. Make sure it's filthy, you unload it. You ain't shooting shit, now you can't hold it. My nigga rock a blue, cause stay rolling. My boss wearing red, the nigga stay blowing. That nigga on the run, nah, I don't know. You don't know him, but you hold on. Oh, Gangsta Brazil, hell of a run we having, huh? This gangster girl though got me spending a lot of money on her man. Dope boy, dope boy. Go Brazil. I don't like repeat myself. It's only one time I'ma tell you. One thing for sure, them blocks won't fail you. I keep my gun just like Brazil. I got richer than my teachers, but they said I'd be a failure. I make niggas' mamas cry. Guess I do not respect my elders. My young boy finesse his drops, bitch. You better not ride with Ecilia. You better not come on this block. He up the chop the Hamanilia. Try to tell you had to teach your ass a lesson. My boy a demon, God he don't believe in. Bitch he step on peasants. We got Dracos, not no Smith and Wessons. Bitch we really reckless. Got that 30 on my left hip, up it quicker than half a second. When we pull through, bet the ops don't 
point, who wanna bet it? Said Jonas a killer, I heard on set it, but I'm the type, come for your credit. If I feel her, I go get her, I'm the type to swipe my debit. I be stepping, I'm not petty, I'm the type to ice her petty. Ice her pedicure, Draper and Dior. You ain't did that before. You just rap, ain't been behind bars before, except your metaphors. Yes, the Grizzle. That's 10 times we done put on a master class for you now. Yeah, Westside Gun, Joe Beasy. Joe Beasy, oh really? I love that guy. I love Doe Boy. <laughs> but this is off his uh, project, Hitler Wears Her Mask 10, now just known as 10, for obvious reasons. Uh, Griselda Records, man, little joint venture with Empire. Gazi out here just... Man, Gazi out here just making it happen. I chose the record that I chose because it's nothing like I've heard from West Side Gun before. Um, I wanted to, you know, give you a chance to hear something. You know, I could have easily played, you know, the stuff that sounds exactly. But this record I chose, Flyguard Jr., I think, was just something so out of the ordinary with a feature. Totally out of the ordinary. Uh, one of the more... Um, snazzier kind of projects as of late from West Side. I was nervous, man, because I was nervous that he was going to become like a caricature of himself. I felt like as soon as he got here, you know, as soon as he got here, he wanted to just put people on, which is okay. Um, but I, I was feeling like he was abandoning his artistry a little bit. Maybe relying a little too much on the, you know, loud ad libs. Come on, do it for me. Come on. <laughs> and then, you know, also too, his, his rap style kind of got a little lackadaisical, but not really this time. I also begin to grow a little bored of how much he shares the ball. You know, if you know me, I always say when it comes to a West Side Gun project that he literally shares the Rockets literally like other people. And then he'll slide a verse in there. Um, but maybe it was because of the feature choice. Of course, he kept, you know, Stove Guard on there. Um, he's all over the songs, actually. Uh, Doughboy to mention. Um, was also something like I never heard before. Like I told you before, I, he had Black Star on there, of course. Fire record, um, Run the Jewels, ASAP Rocky, Busta Rhymes, Ghost Ray. Um, it felt very, very, very cultural down the stretch. He did though do what I said before, and that is to share the rock a lot. So. You know, a little better because of the feature choice. I want him to, you know, rap a little bit more. I always say that. But a fire record nonetheless. Make sure you go check out uh, number 10, which is my favorite number, if you don't know, by West Saigon, Griselda, in the building. News, news, news. You want to feel old? Check this out. Did you know that there is a certain album that turns 25 years old? Yes, The Firm. You remember The Firm album? Doesn't that make you feel old? 
Now, look, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was a collaborative effort made by Nas, Dr. Dre, uh, and the marketing guru, Steve Stout. Uh, the album was designed to kind of boost commercial and mainstream appeal for the four New York uh, MCs. And it was Nas, Foxy Brown, AZ, and it was supposed to be Cormega. Um, but unfortunately, they say Cormega and the rest of everybody, I don't know if it was like label heads or whatever, um, but they didn't see eye to eye from the beginning. And then he was replaced real quick by nature prior to finishing the album. This was supposed to kind of shake the world, as I imagine this now. Um, that would be like, you know, a future Drake, Lil Baby, Kendrick album or some shit like that. Um, Cause you know, Foxy and AZ were both in real pivotal places in their career at the time. Uh, you know, Dre was coming out of his death row situation and starting aftermath. Um, just got off that no tickety, no doubt, which was an ill verse. Who wrote that? Who wrote that for Dre? Huh? Who got that? They ain't, they ain't never say that. <laughs> Collaborations bump like acne. That was a fire verse. But this was a crazy project. Now, the group's uh, name, of course, came from the title of an um, 1991 John Grissom legal thriller called The Firm. Um, commercially, man, uh, it was it was a mass success. Album debuted at number one on both the Billboard 200 chart and top uh, R&B hip hop chart. Did about a buck fifty. The first week and went on to sell 925 in the United States. I believe it's definitely a platinum effort at this point. Uh, record also did crazy internationally, charting in Canada, France, and the Netherlands as well. So shout out to Nas, AZ, Foxy Brown as the firm album turns 25 years old. Make sure you bump that this week. Get out of bump. All right, where we at? I had the lucky luxury of talking with a great friend of mine and on this platform i want to do a lot of things i want to play good music i want to talk about um a lot of the things that happen in this hip-hop culture and the hip-hop industry but i also want this to be a home for those looking to capitalize on their artistry looking to um, find information about the business and things of that nature. So I took the opportunity to talk with my friend, Teddy Biasi, and we spoke about the most important things to look for when researching a studio to record in. All right, check out this on-the-go convo with myself and Teddy Biasi. All right, so look, man, as promised, I have, when I tell you a good friend of mine, this is a breath. This is a brother who I have done multiple creative things with. And it's only right that I bring him here to help you artists get your shit together. All right. Yeah, right. So my, my guy, Ted, is a engineer. Uh, he's down in the Atlanta area, correct? Midtown, Midtown. Okay, and would you like to quickly just share a couple of the, you know, people that you have worked with? Throughout your time? Uh, throughout my time. Let's talk about, we're talking about small time, big boss. The list could get crazy. You know what I'm saying? Well, come on now. Come on now. Let the list get crazy ironically, now. ironically, like a lot of my bigger projects now haven't been uh, 
no, they haven't started till after I got down here. You know what I mean? Just being in the area, you get exposed and just, you know, they come to you, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's Atlanta, it's literally like the music, one of the music capitals, you know, besides New York and Nashville and mm. LA and all those places. So um, since I've been here, I mean, first the first major artist I worked with was Bizarre from D12. I don't know, that's a throwback. A lot of, that's that's not in a lot of these generations now. But he's rooted, but he's rooted. Yeah. Um, which homie Kwan, uh, Waka, Flocka, of course. I was working with him back even when I was in New York. So, um, <clears throat> um, let's see, uh, YFN Lucci, mixed a couple records for him. Uh, Tay Money, mixed a couple records for her. Okay. Benny the Butcher, you know what I'm saying? He just, that happened to fall in my lap just being in Atlanta. Right. Uh, and right now, I'm working with Bubba Sparks, you know what I'm saying? Working on three of his projects right now, you know what I'm saying? He's got a lot of a lot of artists that he's got working under him, so I just I just took control of that too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Once they um, hit the work, it it falls to you, you know what I mean? So, you know, real quick, man, how did you find yourself um having a love for the sport of engineering. Cause you know, we all want to be all in the videos, dancing. Yeah. Well, you know, back even with Steady House. Um, what, huh? Wait, don't say that, huh? What, that never You know, we met as an artist and producer, you know what I'm saying? Right. So right. I always was behind the scenes, you know what I'm saying? Um, I guess engineering just came from a roll off of production, you know what I'm saying? Just making sure I wanted everything to sound good, you know what I mean? So um, that's how, and and it's it's so, with, with engineering, you can also be a producer. Right. Vocally producing the artists that you're working with in the booth, you, you know what I'm saying? You're, you're contributing bars or lines here and there. So you're still producing, so it's like, it was just a, a bigger branch off of, of production. So that's how I fell in love with engineering, really. Right. So a, as promised, you know, I had spoken to, you know, our universe about having you come through and tell us some of the things that maybe a young artist maybe doesn't know, hasn't come across. Uh, and we want to start laying out some information for these for these fools. You feel what I'm saying? Get them together. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, what, 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 are we, what are we gonna roll on? Though? What are we gonna do? So you? today, I wanted to talk to you about uh, the top things an artist should be looking for when they are researching a studio, right? Because hey, let's just say, I, I, you know, I got my money, I got my money, right? You feel me? I got my vision straight, but yeah. I gotta find, I gotta find a home. Uh, what is something or a few of the things that I should be looking for? when researching a new studio home? Okay. Um, well, you kind of mentioned one of them already, having your money right. You know what I'm saying? Uh. <laughs> when it comes to studios and and getting music, it's, sometimes it's quality over quantity. So you get what you pay for. You know what I mean? Mm, okay. Might go to a $40 studio and you definitely can hear the difference or feel the difference between going to a $100 studio. 
So when you're searching, you're like, oh, let me, let me look up studios in whatever area I'm in. Yeah, you're going to see lower price ones because everybody wants to try to outbid the, the competitor. You know what I'm saying? But right. don't, don't, don't sell yourself short. You know what I mean? Pay, pay what's, what's the competitive price, not the lower price, not the easiest price. Pay the competitive price because you get what you pay for, literally. You know what I mean? Hmm. Okay. Yeah, that's definitely one thing. Um, another thing. Let's let's talk about like what I even as an engineer, what I look for when I go to a studio. Um, studio traffic. You know what I mean? Like, Mm. yeah, I'm working at now, right? It's a it's a two room studio, so there's not much traffic going on. We've we're pretty much. We don't do walk-ins. You can't really just walk in and out of the building. So I've been to other studios where the traffic is crazy. It's pretty much an open-door policy. You know what I mean? Mm, that's not good. A lot, a lot can go wrong with something like yeah, that, can, can it? What's wrong with that, bro? It, if it messes up with every, it, it, it contributes to everything that's going on around you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so, like, I've been to a studio where, like, I walked in and it might be a four o'clock session. And just because there's so much traffic going on in the studio, you don't know who's an engineer. You don't know who's there with somebody else. There's yeah. dudes in the lobby and <clears throat> whoever's there can pick up the session. Oh, I'm free right now. So it's like, who's really a dedicated engineer in here? You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, so, that's tough. Yeah. Also, you know, with what's been going on, you know, in this rapper community, um, and you realize to a lot of the bigger artists, they're not going for that. A, a no, bigger no. artist and people who are really, really serious about their craft, they're not going for a boatload of people going in and out the studio. Sometimes they want solidarity. You know what yeah. I'm saying? They want nobody around or as many, well, as less that, people as they can. Yeah, they'll, they'll pay for a studio lockout. You know what I'm saying? So even if it is a big studio building, they want to lock it out. No... No people in and out. This is my building for the next couple of hours. You know what I'm saying? Because right. anybody could walk in your session, a, a straggler. You know what I'm saying? Now your whole vibe is gone. You know what I'm saying? You hearing, you hearing what's going on in the hallway. Your whole vibe is gone. You know what I mean? So location, definitely. Like, and well, that wasn't location. That was more like traffic, like studio traffic. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that rolls off to location. <clears throat> You know, you might be in the nitty gritty of the city. Yeah. Might. So let me ask you a question with that. Right. Sorry to cut you. But with that, what what do you think is some of the differences between kind of being in a more secluded area versus, you know, what we remember as uh, quad and the hit factory <laughs> and daddy's house, you know, in the middle of Manhattan? Uh, what do you think, you know, has uh, what do you think each person is probably looking for, you know, going to? each one of those either or um a lot of people are looking for image they want to they want to they want that big studio look because you know now we we all live on social media if it don't look good nobody's gonna bite towards it you know what i mean right so that's what they look for when they go into the cars and the the the, uh what was the other one platinum sound and the daddy blue all those you know what i'm saying even down here we got uh What's, what's the patchwork and 11th street you know they want that 
that it's image. Grand baby, I want that image. Yeah. I want, I want, want that image. They want <laughs> and then you know, if you go to somewhere that's a little ducked off, <clears throat> you know, you it might look like it's a bedroom studio. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. Wanna, so, so location is definitely something that. Um, and also, you got to remember, too, now, to, it's funny you brought that up, because location now also almost brings you back to that price point as well, mm -hmm. right? You know, we know those studios in the city, what? Yeah, they're going to And now to look back, I wonder, if we could go back 10 years or so ago, what was the price, You would you say, of a session at a quad or or something? No, I couldn't even tell you. Ten years ago, I think. To be honest, I don't even think this versus now. You know, because it probably wasn't even that bad in comparison to what we probably thought it was. I mean, we're probably thinking it's a. Uh, it's probably a twenty, a twenty-five to fifty-dollar difference within the ten years. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I don't, right, think, right. It, I don't think it's pretty much falling off, but I think it's probably just went up a couple of dollars. You know what I mean? All right. Think, so you know, I worked at that. I'm working at. Right. Um, Last year we were seventy five dollars an hour. Now at, after the new year hit, we went up to a hundred dollars. You know what I'm saying? But that's yeah. just that just went went along with my next point: equipment. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. You mean not the inbox? Yeah, oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Yeah. You can't come you in with the inbox. In, you don't want to walk <laughs> into the studio and they got you on the focus right. You know what I mean? I love you focus right I love you baby <laughs> but I feel you though you can't have no focus right. that's another thing that a lot of artists when you when you're going to a studio and you're you, you're picking out where you might want to record you got to look and see what their equipment situation is looking like you know what I'm saying right you're going to walk into a place where like I said before, it's giving you bedroom vibes. You know what I'm saying? Small speakers, focus right, but it's got nice lights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what's the what's the what's the under the hood? <laughs> what's under the hood, huh? Yeah, like what's going on? You, you look, you gave me a little facade on the ground. Now I'm here, and it's, it's you know what I'm saying. So you want to look for like equipment, make sure, but you gotta have studio knowledge. You know what I'm saying? As an artist. Right, you can kind of tell the difference between what's not as good as the next. Now, because this is the thing, right? We all know also we have been in a lot of studios to where we know the facade of a whole bunch of shit that don't mean nothing as mm -hmm. well, right? We've gone to some studios and there's racks on top of racks and none of that being used. He still might hit you with the focus, right? He still might hit you with the inbox. <laughs> Just because he wanted to go, you feel me? Because he making moves. Um, yeah, let me buddy. ask you a question. Yeah. What is a what is something? Let's just say, what is one of those pieces of equipment that you just think it should should just be there? Uh, uh, just give me one, one or two that you think are just okay. When you walk in the studio, if you don't, if I don't see this, you know, what I'm saying I know that I'm I'm out of here. Good question. That's a good question. Um, if you walk in the studio, you don't see a single rack <laughs> now, we're not no talking rack. about the focus right if you don't see a single rack that means you're not they don't have any preamps going to your voice so you, you automatically 
not going to sound better than the next location. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. So we need racks, racks on racks on racks. You know, anything could be in a rack, but if they don't, if you don't see a rack, then you know there's nothing going on in it. Nothing know going on. They they use all the plugins. Rack could be a compressor. A rack could be another EQ. But if you don't see none of that in there, then it's like you 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 on the bottom tier. You know what I'm saying? Give <laughs> my money back. Yeah. All right. So now that we we figured out, we needed uh we need. The price. We need to figure out what our money is like. We need to figure out location. Uh, we need to figure out foot traffic. How many people are coming in and out? Equipment is a big thing. What else are we looking for, if anything else? Uh, when I'm trying to find a studio to call home, um, engineer. Oh, I need one of those guys too. I mean, you need an engineer that knows what he's doing. Everybody knows that an engineer is the, all right? Listen, listen, guys. An engineer is the single most important person that you have in your music-making toolbox. I hate, you know, because these are the people who, they know you. They know voice, sound, texture. They understand uh when a vocal is clashing with an instrument and how can my shit sound good in the car as well as these headphones as well as when i send it to radio so uh, please can you just touch on the importance of an engineer when looking for a studio home All right when you're looking for a studio home, you don't want to just look for a studio home. You want to look for an engineer relationship. You know what I mean? Now, do these engineers come with, uh, let's just say, the studio session that I, I, I buy? Is it an extra fee for an engineer usually, or it's just provided with my session? Most studios when they charge you, when you're paying for the room or whatever the session may be, they'll give you a price of with engineer or without engineer. You know what I'm saying? And you can use that however you want. Like some some producers go to studios just to cook up beats. They don't want to be in the house cooking up. So <clears throat> um, when you come into the studio, they'll give you a price of a room without the engineer. So it might be instead of $60, it'll be $40 an hour. So you can rock okay. out however you know use it how you want or in situations like like me as an engineer i have artists that want me to come to other studios to record them they might not want to right. record at my studio so when we book that session we'll book their room without an engineer so we don't need their engineer we just need the room i come in do what i do you know what i'm saying okay um, okay yeah, so when you're when you're going to these studios, you gotta you gotta make sure you got a good engineer. You know what I'm saying? Right, and you know what's so funny? People, you know the, that engineer, that person that's sitting at the board, is not just there to turn your headphones up and turn your microphone down or turn your microphone up. You and know, a good engineer is gonna follow. Cause okay, now there's also a difference between the person who's gonna sit there and run my session versus the person that's like, okay, session is done. I'm going to 
mix uh, and get it ready for the master. Like, you know, mm -hmm. those are also very two different two situations different. as yeah. well, right? Yeah, exactly. And sometimes you, you go to a studio where the engineer isn't as experienced. So you're really just getting a person, like you said, that's turning you up and down, going to press record, make sure the song is recorded. But then <clears throat> you got other studios like the smaller studios, like my studio, where we only have three engineers. So you have who you want to record with pretty much. You pick who you really want to record with based on the bio or based on who you know or whatever. You know. Right, right. So you want to get, you, you want to engineer that. Well, when you're going to a studio, you want an engineer that can record and mix you so that when you walk out of there, whatever studio you at, you got something that's pretty much radio ready or something that you could, you could go somewhere with. You know what I'm saying? Instead right. of just that press record and they just got you sounding, you on a track. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I just got it. But the, the, the beauty of that too is the, the ability to possibly build a relationship Absolutely. With because the, I, now you can maybe even lead to this um, or is this another video? I don't know. It might be. But quickly, jumping from engineer to engineer isn't always the greatest move as well. Right. Like, for instance, you know, you have now Jay-Z pointing out Guru like Guru's going Guru will never be minus yeah. funds. Guru's yeah. going to be paid till the day he dips till Jay goes away. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Blue Ivy might do a track with Guru. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying. Um, so the importance of that relationship as well. You know, you spend, you know, you spend your hard-earned coins. Um, you want an engineer that not only can press record and turn your headphones up, you know, you want them to be able to deliver you a somewhat finished product on the way out the door. And and I'm sure that that's extremely you want an engineer that's going to build, that's going to produce the song with you. You know what I'm saying? That's going to make the song with you. And that's the kind of services that, that an engineer should be proud of. You know what I'm saying? Right. right. Unless you're an intern, you want to be, a, you want to be that engineer that can record, mix, master, and send somebody home with a great, and with a great product that they have. You, with. you know what I'm saying? Mm. So if you, right. walk in, you walk in into the studio, you want to, you want to search, for the engineer, like an engineer wants to search for a great artist. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. Well, look, I tell you this. We found out that it was first your bread. Get it right. Get we also bread. have, we got to work on uh, foot traffic. Can't have people coming in and up out the, the joint. <laughs> Definitely not. Not can't not have 2023. Never. Nah, nah. Uh, we got to make sure that location is good. You know, whether or not you want to be out in the in the sticks or you want to be, you know, for the gram in the big city. That's something you need to figure out. And most of all, an engine. Oh, the equipment. Equipment. We got to make sure is correct. Right. Can't forget that. But most <laughs> importantly, the engineer and what the engineer is providing you. Um, with your session, Uncle Ted, Uncle Core. Oh my God, it's been a pleasure. You're gonna come back, right? Yo, man, we're gonna do this every other week, once a week. Hey, we're gonna make this a segment to the show because it's necessary for your show. You know what I'm saying? It, it's necessary for these fools to know what's going Yo. on, son. <laughs> I mean, what better way to you know? 
put an ad on onto it because I mean, it's a it's a very important part of music creativity. Yes, it, it's got to be shared. Somebody got to somebody got to share the information with these people, man. Check this out. Not only were we lucky enough to have all of that great information, he actually dropped off a song for us. It's called Jeepers Creepers on this holiday Halloween week. It features a little day. It should be played at loud volume only. Cutie Radio. Says she got some extra bags, she took that weight off her. Hitting that pressure, like I'm in deep water. Don't wanna play no more, show that I'm an animal. She seen the view from the top floor and pulled them pants slowly. Deeper and deeper, sneaking link, ain't night creeping. She ain't scared, no cheapest creepers. She told her homegirl that she wanted it, she needed it. Like a wide receiver Gotta bang a little body under the Vickies That ain't no secret Guaranteed that I'ma please your girl don't tease me I'm going deeper and deeper, she like it I give a deep for she sleep every night She don't play on the street cause she know that she mine Look at the hero, she sound like my sidekick Pussy so good that a nigga never need a side bitch She's on fine shit, you can't tell her nothing She a dime bitch that got on money She told me go deeper and then can't touch it Put me close every time that we fucking Call my name every time that she coming for real You would think this shit check out, she running for real yeah. She in a second when she coming and chill Throw it back and give me something to feel on Know I love it when I'm heels on Ass so fat I gotta hit it from the rear off Bring it back baby girl ain't nothing to feel no She like go deep and keep fucking I got it dick in the stomach Said she got some extra bags, took that weight off Hitting that pressure like I'm in deep water Don't wanna play no more, show that I'm an animal Seen the view from the top floor and pull them pants slowly Deeper and deeper Sneakling Ain't night creeping She ain't scared No cheapest creepers She told her homegirl that she wanted it She needed it Yeah, deeper and deeper When I thought was she catching like a wide receiver Gotta bang a little body under the Vickies That ain't a secret Guaranteed that I'ma please your girl don't tease me Yes, sir, that was my guy. Teddy Biasi, man. What a what an individual. I hope that he could come back and we can discuss more things about um, the business from a, a real bona fide studio engineer's perspective. I know that there's some young artists who do tune in to CUNY Radio and hopefully um, that little knowledge helped you out. And going forward, we're going to incorporate a lot more of the music business here to, you know, uh, push the conversation and the culture forward. Oh, man, it was a great time. Check this out, man. Um, my name is Corey Cool, man. I represent Cool University. Um, you can find me on the voice of NCC 90.3 FM where I play it cool every Thursday, 7 to 8 p.m. If you're not in the Long Island area, don't even worry about it. You can download the iHeart or Odyssey app and search WHPC. Good news if you cannot catch it live. The replays of the Play a Cool Show are also available on SoundCloud. You cannot hear what I'm saying? You cannot miss the greatest hour in hip hop and RB radio. Uh, need your email address, okay? If uh, you would like to receive the cool news letter, special articles written by yours truly, along with playlists and show updates. I need your email address. Shout out to my guy, Cigars and Whiskey Pod. The episodes drop every Tuesday 
they go live on Fridays. I'm just there behind the camera. Um, I just press record. All right. Don't forget to check out this week's endorsement. Um, and yeah, that's it, man. Anything else you want to talk about? CoolUniversity.com. Follow your boy on the gram at Cool University, of course. And make sure you subscribe for notifications. Uh, so from me to you, have a great week and party responsibly. See you soon.